When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from our slightly different perspective. You know, in the botanical-style aquarium world, we sort of walk a line between function and aesthetics. It's a world that demands mental shifts, adoption of new techniques, and love of a certain look. And one of the big discussion points we have in our world is about the color and the clarity of the water in our blackwater aquariums. We receive a significant amount of correspondence from customers who are curious about how much stuff it takes to color up the water or whatever. Those of us in the community of, uh, you know, Blackwater Botanical Style Aquarists seek out and, you know, the tint and the body in our water. While the rest of the aquatic world, well, they just sort of freak the fuck out about that, don't they? Our aesthetic upbringing in the hobby seems to push us towards crystal clear water, regardless of whether or not it's tinted. And think about it. You can have absolutely horrifically toxic levels of ammonia, dissolved heavy metals, etc. in water that is invisible, and have perfectly beautiful parameters in water that is heavily tinted and even a bit turbid. Uh, FYI, turbid is defined in part as the cloudiness or haziness of fluid caused by large numbers of individual particles that are generally invisible to the naked eye, similar to smoke in air. That's why the aquarium, you know, mythology, which suggested that black water tanks were somehow dirtier than blue water tanks, used to drive me crazy. Uh, The term black water describes a number of things. However, it's not a measure of the cleanliness of the water, is it? Nope. Color alone is not indicative of water quality for aquarium purposes, nor is turbidity. Sure, by municipal drinking water standards, color and clarity are important and can indicate a number of potential issues. But we're not talking about drinking water here, are we? No, we aren't. There is a difference between color and clarity. The color, as you know, is a product of tannins leaching into the water from wood, soils, and botanicals, and typically is not cloudy, per se. It's actually one of the most natural-looking water conditions around, as water influenced by soils, leaves, etc. is ubiquitous all over the world. Other than having that undeniable color, there's little dif- that differentiates this water from the so-called crystal-clear water to the naked eye. Of course, the water may have lower pH, general hardness, etc., but these factors have no bearing on the color or visual clarity of the water. Again, it's one of those things that we ascribe some sort of characteristics to the water based solely on its appearance. I remember fondly when I was a co-owner of this uh, coral importer and propagator, I had a little black water aquarium in my office. That's kind of weird, right? Um, I love that little tank. It was more of an artistic hardscape, but it had a bunch of leaves and catapa bark and stuff like that and gave a definite brownish tint to the water. And in this you know, blue-white, crystal-clear world of reef aquariums. It was sort of an anomaly. And everybody who came into my office gazed at that little aquarium. Now, most were really hardcore reef people and marine livestock vendors, and their orientation was that ultra-clear blue-white water. And if I had a dollar for every time somebody told me, man, you must be really busy, that aquarium looks kind of dirty, you need to change the filter, I'd be totally rich. (laughs) Once I explained what black water is and how it was natural and in my eyes desirable and that I even tried to cultivate that, They would either have this like aha moment or more typically they'd just continue with the business at hand shrugging off my explanation doing whatever. Some hobbyists just don't get it. As aquarists, we're pretty much indoctrinated from the start that our tanks should have crystal clear blue-white water 
and that this is one of the benchmarks of a healthy aquarium. And of course, I don't disagree that clear water is nice. I like it too. However, I would make the case that crystal clear water is A, not always solely indicative of healthy or optimum, and B, not always what fishes encounter in nature. The point is, we as fish geeks seem to associate color in water with overall cleanliness or clarity. The reality is, in many cases, that the color and clarity of the water can be indicative of some sort of issue, but color seems to draw an immediate, ah, there's something wrong from the uninitiated. And it's kind of funny, if you talk to ecologists familiar with blackwater habitats, they're also, you know, they're often considering uh, blackwater as some of the most impoverished waters around, at least from a mineral and nutrient standpoint. In the aquarium, the general hobby at large doesn't think about impoverished. We just see colored water and think, dirty. I've seen plenty of botanical-influenced blackwater aquariums, which have a visual, I don't know, thickness to them. You know, a sort of a look with small amounts of fine particulate present in the water column. Yet, they have spot-on water conditions from a chemical perspective. And undetectable nitrate, phosphate, and of course, no ammonia or nitrite. Although we all seem to know this, I hear enough comments and questions about the color of the water and its relation to cleanliness... Uh, in the natural botanical style aquariums that warranted the seemingly remedial view. Again, remember, just because the water in a botanical influenced aquarium system is brownish or has a bit of noticeable turbidity, it doesn't mean that it's of low quality or dirty as we're inclined to say. I can't stress it often enough. It simply means that tannins, humic acids, and other substances are leaching into the water, creating a characteristic color that some of us geeks find rather attractive. If you're still concerned, monitor the water quality. Perform a nitrate test. Look at the health of your animals. Ask yourself what's happening in there. In my personal aquariums, in many of the and in many of the you know the really great botanical style blackwater aquariums that I see, the water is dark, almost turbid or soupy, as one of my geeks refers it to. You might see the faintest hint of stuff in water, perhaps a bit of fines from leaves breaking down, some dislodged biofilms, pieces of leaves, etc. Just like in nature. Chemically, in my, my water has virtually undetectable nitrate and phosphate levels, which is a solid clean by aquarium standards. But yeah, it's soupy looking at times. One of my good friends calls it flavor, which sort of makes me laugh every time I hear it, but it seems to be an apt descriptor, right? It's important when passing judgment on or evaluating the concept of botanicals in black water and aquariums to remember this. Look, crystal clear water is absolutely desirable for 98% of the aquariums out there, but not always realistic in terms of how closely the tank replicates the natural environment. In other words, not every, you know, natural aquatic habitat is crystal clear blue-white water, and not every natural aquarium needs to be either. Remember, the color, turbidity, chemical characteristics, and sure, the overall quality of the water are profoundly influenced by the terrestrial environment surrounding any body of water in question. Soils, geology, the presence of decomposing leaves, vegetation, rainfall, etc. all play a role in this. The interdependency between the terrestrial and aquatic habitats and the changes which occur when, you know, seasonal wet-dry cycles occur is fascinating and it's a fundamental aspect of natural aquatic habitats, one which we as hobbyists would do well to understand and attempt to replicate in our aquariums. Understanding that the wild aquatic habitats of the world are in essence a byproduct of their surrounding terrestrial environment is extremely helpful in debunking the long-held aquarium hobby myth that all water needs to be colorless and clear to be considered healthy. As I mentioned before, a funny byproduct of our more recent obsession with you know black water aquariums and the hobby is a concern about the tint of the water, and yeah, perhaps even the flavor of the water. A byproduct of our acceptance of natural influences on the water and desire to see more realistic representation of certain aquatic environments. And that means the dark water that we you know, love so much. Yeah, I now see posts and discussions regularly on various forums throughout the internet by hobbyists sort of lamenting the fact that their aquarium water is not tinted enough or doesn't stay tinted. 
A lot of hobbyists have bought into those mental shifts we keep talking about. You gotta smile a little bit, right? Total mental shift. And of course, a healthy botanical influence tank also may typically not be turbid, but it doesn't mean that it's not functioning properly. We can't go overboard in that direction either. Again, this realization and willingness to understand and embrace the aesthetic for what it is becomes a large part of that mental shift that we talk about so so often here. The color of the water and the influence of the tannins, and the turbidity for that matter, are profoundly influenced by the ionic changes and other physiochemical characteristics of the water, as well as the materials interacting with it. There's likely so much to this that we're just starting to understand. Now, at the risk of oversimplifying everything, my advice is to look at your natural you know, aquarium's environment as a whole, sort of like we'd examine a wild aquatic habitat. And think about the influences which are imparted by the materials, you know, botanicals, wood, substrate, etc. The beauty of an aquarium is that you can affect the color and clarity and characteristics of your water if you don't like them by simply utilizing technique, you know, mechanical and chemical filtration, more aquatic plants. Yeah, it's actually thought that they might uptake tannins. That's another topic for another time. Adding more or different botanicals, performing large water changes, etc., etc., etc. It's that simple and that complex, too. Take stuff out or continue uh, to allow it to remain and influence the water. Add more or less to achieve the desired goal. Evaluate, observe, adjust, test, and tweak. There's no recipe for this. No plug-and-play techniques. Each system that we design is bespoke, custom, one-of-a-kind, whatever you want to call it. Easy and difficult. Yet pretty damn fun, huh? Sure is. Make those mental shifts. Stay diligent. Stay curious. Stay excited. Stay open-minded, stay observant, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.